says. This is D. And we're at. Yo. Damn, you broke the mold. No, no, that started. Oh, chill, chill, chill. Broke the mold, but we have to kick back. Um, just as you heard, we got Eddie. Eddie Bravo. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, since you already jumped the gun on the shit. I mean, that that was it. <laughs> I didn't think there was more to it. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Eddie Bravo. Um, homie from Jax. How else do you want to introduce yourself? Um, musical genius. But you just sent us your master, so we own it. Ah, what's up, man? You can keep it. I'm, uh, I feel like that's... Oh, oh that's all good. I was saying, I was, I was like, <laughs> it's like the, always like the theme is like whenever we do the intro, it's like uh, whoever is the guest is always just jumps in. And I, I don't know. I kind of like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's nice to have you on the show. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate it. So, of course, you've been really busy. Um, I know you had just dropped a project not too long ago and then dropped a new one yeah. or have a new one dropping. Yeah. You want to talk about those? Um, well, uh, okay. Uh, the first one is, uh, obviously Bravo airdrop one. And now I just mm-hmm. dropped two last night. Um, my homie, my homie Keegan, he's, uh, he's not here right now. He's supposed to be, but, uh, he, uh, he pretty much came up with the ideas based off the concept of, uh, you know, the iPhone and their iDrop, uh, I mean, airdrop service or, or, uh, feature, where uh Air yeah, yeah where they can mm-hmm. pretty you can pretty much just drop some, uh you know something off real quick to you know your homie or whatever so i kind of like tied it in with my whole theme like military theme air force theme whatever you want to call it you know based on my name bravo you know so and so so um pretty much just building people up with you know little care packages or so to speak you know however you want to call it and just getting people ready for like my actual project you know the big mm-hmm. shebang so just a little warm-up i've been getting some good feedback on the last two so i'm gonna uh just keep the ball rolling right now and yeah that's pretty much it mm-hmm. so why only uh why do we only get three songs each time um i feel like well i guess just like you guys are saying before the podcast like you know, people's attention spans are a little bit, they're only getting smaller. So, you know, I just want to have something where people can like consume it reasonably, you know, easily. And it's been a while since I've dropped music. I haven't dropped like, I think the last time I dropped music was like, or like real, like me, like actually rapping type of music or whatever since like, maybe like 26, yeah, like 2016 or so. So, you know, I just want to, you know, get people's feet wet first before, you know, they really get into it the i guess the artist side of me because i was really just producing for people for the most part or just making instrumentals so this is still relatively new to people mm-hmm. and i like the idea of just dropping the music i know people are always in the kind of camp where we want to build up the hype for this we want to let everybody know that this is dropping and then drop it on the scheduled time where everybody else is yeah but i like the idea of just waking up, you see that your favorite artist just dropped something uh, through via Instagram post and just being able to immediately go listening to it. Right, yeah. I feel like the work speaks for itself. And 
and if you do it right, the, the music will promote itself too. I mean, obviously you still have to do like groundwork and stuff. No pun, but keep that keep that name. <laughs> keep, keep, all right, all right. <laughs> keep that name in the back of your head. But you got to do the groundwork still, of course. But if the if the if the quality is there, you know it'll 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 reward itself. So yeah, and I think that also like with what you were saying the even though everybody is trying to figure out this master algorithm to instantly get somebody famous i think word of mouth is still king Mm -hmm. so if let's say all of us are seeing uh, a sponsored post on instagram for this random whatever but then if like when you guys were like no this is actually fire then my uh, um my willingness to check it out goes up because now i got like a personal recommendation from somebody that i trust versus like a bot exactly yeah yeah you know nobody wants to interact with something that's paid for you know for the most part but you know it's those it's those people seeing it and stuff and then that confirmation that just lets you know Mm -hmm. okay let me see what it's about so Mm -hmm. yeah man i'm just putting out the music and and people know it's not like i'm new to this it's just re I, i have to refresh you know people so yeah this man was in the fader for a little bit yeah 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 just uh just a little premiere i had in there that was uh i think 2016 17 somewhere around there i've been in a few other like magazines and stuff like some local stuff some stuff out of la but um nothing too crazy you know because i was still a producer for the most part that happened to rap every now and then but about to flip the script a little bit, see where it goes. So, what's uh, what got you wanting to put words to your own productions? Because I'm seeing like, I'm actually liking like more producers wanting to rap. Um, just like how we're yeah, well, like you. I'm trying to get Frost to rap. Yeah, I'm trying to get uh. And then I'm still like I'm talking about waiting for Pierre to drop some shit. Yeah, so, yeah I was like, gonna mention Pierre. <laughs> Pierre the <to> Goat. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you where it stems from, and I would say this is an unpopular opinion, but I think it's just honestly at this point I think it's just a matter of fact. But people make beats because they want to rap, and whatever it is that's holding them back or whatever is you know that's their own personal thing but it all comes from the sense of like actually like wanting or not even necessarily rap because there's other types of beats but i feel like people play instruments you know because they want to make a song out of it and some people may feel like oh i don't i don't have the voice for it or i don't have the confidence so let me just play the back burner but i don't know for me specifically though i i started off rapping like in sixth grade it's, it's super corny, I ain't gonna lie, but I used to go to this school, like, where I was pretty much, like, one out of, like, 20 black students, and, like, 800 students in in total, so, um, but I used to go there, and, like, you know, black people, for the most part, the ones that are doing the raps and stuff, but whatever, so I was, you know, we had a little, like, talent show or whatever, and I used to, like, lean back, you remember that song, Lean Back by Fat Joe? Was, How could we not? Yo, that was like one of my favorite songs back then. Don't judge me, but uh, yeah, sixth grade. So I, I can't. I, I like we had a talent show, 
and I pretty much like made my own like rendition of that song and I performed it in front of everybody did some corny stuff at the end or whatever but everybody loved it man like people was going crazy and like at that point you know I was young I didn't really know what that felt like until that moment but man that's like when I knew like man like (laughs) this is an amazing feeling like I could probably do this for the rest of my life Next year came, I started, like, you know, I couldn't afford beats or whatever. I was in sixth, seventh grade. So, you know, I was like, man, like, I want to keep doing this. I started doing these corny superhero raps. And, like, I was letting people, like, hear them at school and stuff. So, so eventually, I, I downloaded the FL Studio demo. I think, like, what was that? FL Studio 7 or something back then? Um, <laughs> I started playing around with that, making beats on the on the demo so you couldn't even save it like i had to record it on my phone take it to people and i'll play it for people in the locker room like after gym class and people would like go crazy like yeah man this is this is cool so and so and i just got addicted to that feeling of like just making people like happy and like come together or whatever even if it be for that like 10 i mean not even 10 like two minutes or so you know what i'm saying like it was just an amazing feeling and ever since then i just kept like doing what I was doing and you know but it was always ultimately because I wanted to rap <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's pretty much it though and I like that idea of especially whenever you're let's say if you start off from the rapping and learning about production even if let's say that's not what you end up doing as your primary thing or mm-hmm. even a thing that you end up doing at all yeah because uh, from the world that we come in now you have to be versed in everything. Like if you're gonna really be your own boss and, and run your own like operation, you need to be able to speak multiple languages, I always say. So mm-hmm. like being able to produce and being able to rap. You know what happens on both sides. So if you were trying to pick beats, you can explain to somebody what you would want changed yeah. to it in a way that a rapper couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was pretty much just like that. I don't know. I've kind of like, I mean, I'm not really the religious type, but I've always felt like, like, I guess God or something has always like kind of like put me in positions where it's like, okay, like so-and-so is going to let you down or so-and-so, you know, where people, where I always get let down to the point where it's like, okay, you got to do it yourself. So like, you know, I couldn't get beats or whatever, like just situations that kind of like forced me to, do it myself like whether it's like because you know even when you okay let's say you do know how to like rap over a song or whatever who's gonna record it for you who's gonna who's gonna engineer the song who's gonna um tell you how to master the final track you know like or or okay after that what about the cover art you still gotta pay somebody for that you know and then like you know you know today everything's so visual like and not even just visual, people want to see stuff that moves, you know, so now you got to, like, learn how to do, like, video editing and stuff, and so I pretty much just kind of, like, I've had to, like, learn everything, whether it be because I didn't have the finances to do it, or people's quality wasn't up to par of mine, I don't know, I've just always felt like someone's been telling me that, like, you know, you have to do it, and I've just been doing it, so... Um, I was gonna ask, uh, I didn't see on this second one, uh, did 
did you do all the did you do all the beats for this and whatnot? Because I know on the first one, Frost was yeah, on Frost did all on you on the on the first one. Everybody loves that song, but the second one I did everything. Me and Frost got a lot of stuff that we like in the vault, you know. So, but yeah, for the most part though, like I do like ninety nine point nine percent of my own stuff from the mix to the master, all that. And I think that's something that like I could I can appreciate just from how not to cut you off, Avery, but uh, I can just appreciate somebody who is so hungry about whatever they're working on that they're they're literally willing to play all sides mm-hmm. in order to make sure that the product maintains that quality that it needs to. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times what happens is because either people are afraid to do that or they are too lazy to they end up cutting corners with some of it and then whenever they put that product out because you know first impressions are everything Mm -hmm. you usually can't get that look back so maintaining and being able to create everything from start to finish yeah on your own is is really dope yeah because i'm i'm not even necessarily like a rapper or producer I, i really just like to create an experience for people so like i'm you know i guess just an artist in general like across the board like, I feel like mixing is an art, mastering is an art, the artwork obviously is an art, all that stuff, the whole thing. So, I like to deal with the whole package, not just, you know, I guess the forefront or whatever you see. All right, so we're going to take one real quick break. We're actually going to go ahead and plug some of the music for you guys to get a taste. We'll also have the links in the show notes as well, so that way you guys can check it out. You can see that diamond dancing All on your Trying to build a money tower I don't mind if it's collapsing All on your I got horses in the trunk I know you like the way they prancing All on your Yeah, you said it for the night But no more stroke is everlasting Follow through It's all on you Yeah, bitch, I'm baked Like a trainer, hurricane, yeah, like that nigga Chris. Bitch, I'm, bitch, I'm rich, playing hockey on my wrist. Bliss, came up, boy, yo, rain up, boy, yo. This, uh, well, this had to, I mean, it t- took a little bit of planner or whatever, because you had all the stuff like dropped out. I mean, I know at least for the streaming stuff, it got all dropped like at one time. Rather than you know the first airdrop, so it looked like you learned a little bit, but you got all the video and everything out at one time. So, uh, and also I appreciate that you don't hold on this music because I know there's, I feel like there's a there's a lot of people that hold on to stuff, and uh, they don't drop anything. Like I'll be waiting. I mean I know I was bugging you for a minute. To drop to drop some, but you didn't want to. But and there's still some other people I'm waiting on. But um, I don't know. I like the consistency, at least right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, if you go through that, cause just go through that. No, it was it was really just because like, I guess the first time, I guess it was my well, not really my first time, but there was like some mishaps with like I guess the cover, the artwork and stuff. So. 
there was like a time delay of like maybe like a week or close to a week. So, you know, I had to go fix that. That was, you know, my fault, but learning from my mistakes for sure. So, yeah. yeah, that's the beauty of, you know, you, you learn and then you did everything like firsthand. You didn't have to, um, like wait for a label yeah. or approval or some shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm really just, cause I think a lot of like people, not even just me, but I feel like people in general hold themselves back by, you know, the fear of making mistakes, but I feel like it's the best thing to do like ever. Like I feel like people should go out there like almost like waiting for the next mistake they should do you know or like yearning for it because that's the only way you're gonna grow so like i'm and like if you don't it's kind of like you're just like okay you're just gonna sit there and wait on other people to make mistakes and you're never gonna make a move so really now i'm just kind of like doing rather than you know contemplating and thinking and you know holding back so what whatever happens in the process i'm willing to learn from it so yeah the, the second one was a lot smoother so yeah would you say that that was one of or would you say that was one of the hardest things about doing everything yourself or one of the instances that you remember that was probably the biggest challenge um well i as far as like it's not really a challenge it, it was honestly it was literally just a typo like mm-hmm. a small typo like not even like a big because i'm i'm excellent with like spelling like i could probably be in like a spelling bee and stuff but um, on espn3 yeah <laughs> like literally yeah. but uh, but um it was literally just a space in between air and drop that you know <laughs> messed up mm. the release so wow you know but yeah you know small mistakes like that but you know i know now so but you know, and I and I've and I've had help. Like I have help and stuff from like people. You know, like as far as like ideas, like like I said, the whole like concept of the airdrops and stuff was from Keegan, my homie Keegan. He pretty much handles like, uh, like a lot of like our Novoa core stuff, which is pretty much just like our, like our gaming. It's pretty much just trying to like bridge the gap between like gaming and music and and art in general because i've always felt like there's kind of a divide there because like rappers or you know people you know i guess i don't know i just i've always kind of felt like in general people don't really listen to like people in the gaming community don't really listen to hip-hop like that even though they do but it's like almost like low-key about it you know and i'm just pretty much trying to bring that out of people and let people know that it's cool to, you know, to listen to hip hop or R&B, whatever, so and so, and all, pretty much all flavors of music and stuff, and and just like, sh- pretty much just showing people, uh, gaming people and stuff like, the music world, mm-hmm. you know, or or how we see the music world. And I think you know, that's actually, yeah, and I think that's actually like a really good idea, especially because now with some of the gaming teams, well, I guess because I, I pay attention to esports a lot. So yeah, um, like you see people like Fa- like the people are on Face Clan, right? Like if you look at their right. Instagram, like you would think that they're a rapper, but I think that a lot of kids that are coming up now, like they see not only just rappers and artists as people to look up to, but they see different types of content creators. They see you know esports players. They see a bunch of different mm-hmm. 
avenues and it's like okay whereas like you know when we were growing up it's like either you hoop or you do music or yeah, something like that yeah, yeah like even doing art in general like if you were to say you did photography back in like middle school or high school it was still kind of like a new thing they're like oh yeah. uh, well i guess somebody has like, to okay, do it get a job yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i'm glad that it seems like more of there's more overlap between yeah, all of the different sure. stuff yeah so that's yeah. that's dope i i really like that and i hope to see a lot yeah. from that too yeah should be you'll, you'll be seeing a lot soon mm-hmm. yeah um i was gonna say <clears throat> for Novoke or what's like a what's like a goal of yours with it or you and keegan or what um well, it's me, Keegan, his Get brother. Get out of his brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it's open but right now. Like, we're still, it's like in the fetus stage. So, you know, we're still trying to figure everything out as far as, like, you know, like, I guess, um, <clears throat> like, the people and uh, the content and all that stuff. But um, the ultimate goal, like I said, is really just to bridge that gap because I honestly just feel like there's a void in between like you know like hip-hop and gaming and it's crazy because now i'm actually starting to see it come together like pretty much like okay like for instance nav or nav i'm not sure exactly how you pronounce it right the first time uh, yeah (laughs) yeah okay nav he um he just you know he's streaming with ninja Mm. you know and that's 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 pretty much that sums up like you know what we're trying to do here i think that's i think that's a little like different though because like you know you see ninja with travis scott or drake or whatever yeah that's only because but that's only because they're like famous right you know but i feel I like that's I, a start still right i'm it's a start but i just feel like like ninja's not good like if eddie hit up if eddie hit up ninja right it was like you know i actually make music i actually do all this stuff I'm actually like decent at games like like you're just gonna be like all right whatever but I think that if it makes sense because you gotta understand almost like kind of like an artist right where most artists wouldn't just collaborate with everybody as much as they would want to but sometimes there's like a brand image that or not an image this is gonna sound really pretentious there's like a brand goal that you have so just doing it all over the place sometimes for people with short attention spans it's really hard to Mm. kind of relay what you're doing unless you do it a certain way so i'm pretty sure ninja wouldn't be against collaborating with somebody that maybe he knew that was into music and wanted to help promote them but uh i think that it's still very new right so the whole esports thing is like a more recent thing um especially for the states it's more popular in asia but it's like just becoming a thing yeah, really here, no, like in the sure. last ten Especially years. Especially with like the clans and stuff now. Phase T T F or 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 Tifu Tifu and NRG and all sorts of people and stuff that's like really just like Yeah. They're becoming yeah, personalities exactly. more so. Just just like of like anybody in the league, like anybody playing right. NBA or NFL. And also Yeah, yeah, that's actually Kinda, a good analogy is like really like superstars that are gamers and and me growing up like bro we didn't have that like 
if like for the most part like if you were like a, a heavy like hardcore gamer for real like you was really into it not like just like playing 2k on the weekends or whatever like if you was like a hardcore gamer like playing all types of games rpgs and stuff final fantasy street fighter whatever it may be like people kind of look at you like oh you're a nerd or you're goofy you know stuff like that and it's like i don't think that's true bro <laughs> like that's 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 whack to me bro and and right especially because everybody grew up messing around with that but you know i think the times have changed now because like like you said like before like if you would have said you know i pay attention i know how to ev train my pokemon yeah like what are you doing like nobody like like somebody gonna look at you weird but now it's like you know you know now like with the the internet everything like coming transparent or everybody trying to be quote unquote you know different different. but (laughs) obviously everybody's like everybody has everybody has like the same interests and now since everybody knows they have the same interests now it's like a um it's easier to you know, come out with your yeah. weird, quote unquote, weird shit. So yeah, exactly. And Which I, is not weird. And but, I think that yeah. like, I think like gaming was really new, even like twenty years ago, right? Because most of the really popular home consoles started in the eighties and the nineties, and now those people who grew up on that are now twenty, thirty, forty years old in seats of power, where uh, a lot of these brands need to identify with people who have a lot of the current like buying power which is people in our age group so they have really no choice and even you see like a lot of companies especially in Asia making big investments into stadiums yeah. for esports and even out here in DC Man. we got an esports center now which is uh, I forgot where is it it's by somewhere in like southeast right right or... so yeah. I was trying to remember where it was. But um, yeah, so you're starting to see those pop up more and more because kids want to go to see. They don't want really care to see. Um, well, I wouldn't say they don't care to see sports, but they really are interested in video games too because it's a demographic that spans to everybody. It doesn't care if you can walk or if you're a boy or a girl or anything. Like if you got hands, yeah. then we want you. It's like kind of the thing. Uh, there's like an example where there's this girl. She was born deaf, but she can hoop in Fortnite. I think she's like 13 or something like that. And um, she got noticed on Twitch because yeah. she had a 10 game win streak right. in Fortnite, which is hard as hell to do. So the fact that like she would probably never be like super good in like the NFL or NBA, not saying that it's impossible, but the likeliness is pretty slim but video games right. have a market for everybody you know so i think that's a power that's yeah untapped i think and it's gonna honestly, keep going. i still think we're in like the early phase of like seeing like the gaming industry grow you know like far as like with like personalities and people and stuff i feel like this is still like the beginning mm. exactly um. I was gonna say uh, there's this like documentary series. It's called Explained. Um, they got an episode on esports that y'all should check out. Uh, it's only, and it's only like it's only like 15, 20 minutes, so it's like a really short watch. But it just goes through like 
the whole like history like even oh, i forgot what the guy's name but he played uh it was like quake or doom some some guy that and then there was an i think he actually won like a ferrari or some shit like that then he was on the front page of the newspaper but that was like the news for the day and then now you have people getting like flown around all the around the world and country Man. and get paid to play but it's also interesting like these big uh corporations like uh like for example like comcast they have so in philadelphia like comcast is like the main internet provider um or cable provider but then they also have uh they also have like an xfinity center like near downtown philly but now also they're building that um 50 million dollar stadium dedicated to esports because they own it they have stock in a in an overwatch team so it's like i don't know it's just wow like it's probably gonna be i could probably see it i mean sock i mean it's like soccer basketball but esports is gonna probably be like yeah. one of the biggest it's probably gonna be up there it might already be like mm-hmm. top five like technically yeah i agree i think that like right now especially because the cost of managing uh esports team right now and the cost of managing like uh nba team is so drastically different i feel like if you have money to invest and you have the resources to like buying into esports yeah. teams is like the exactly. smartest thing to do with your money now because because um like people who were buying into sports teams i don't know 50 something years ago would probably be looking at the same amount for an esports team now but look at the growth right so a lot of people who own sports teams like their kids 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 are going to eat like they don't have to worry about shit so um not only just for the love of gaming and just the competitiveness in general but it's just like a smart decision for everybody because now everybody's watching what this is going to do you know it's also unique about just like the esports in general that the netflix uh documentary kind of broke down was that these um like the games themselves the the developers or whatnot they have the power to like change it at a moment's notice and it's always like adapting or updating or whatnot and the people like like for the, like the nba if you want a rule change it might take like right. a summer or two to get that shit you know to get that shit changed but uh it's just it's really cool it's really cool to see how you know stuff was coming together for esports because i remember in like jacksonville when i went to that uh street fighter tournament with you guys and like you said like i never seen none of these people in my life i would go like damn all these people play like have these fucking <clears throat> the the fighting sticks or whatever Oh yeah, and then there's like a dude from like I remember there's this dude from like Detroit that said like he was like hardcore hip hop, but you know you just never I don't know mm-hmm. yeah just never known yeah and it's kind of like the beauty of like not only just the fighting game scene but just uh, the esports scene in general is that it because it's gaming right and I think gaming is probably like one of the most vast things that link a whole bunch of people together right. But everybody who is into gaming is also into like a bunch of different stuff. So like you have uh, like a team called UIU. They're like a newer team. But the person who 
is like the head of that team was a lead designer for Ralph Lauren, right? Lauren. So her thing is she wants to be able to design. So she wants to she wants to take design of like esports to the next level, and then she picked like people who she saw were really fashionable just by themselves, and she was like, okay, I'm gonna help you grow your brand, and you're gonna be on my team. I'm gonna design stuff for you, right? So like stuff like that is sick, and I feel like not too many other spaces. Yes, yeah, that's see another like thing that. I was gonna like mention. Like I feel like Novo Core, like you know, being that it comes from people with like I guess interest in whether it be games, you know, fashion is also like a big part of like our culture and stuff. So like I feel like especially like in the gaming industry, I feel like there's a lot of room for like innovation there or really just like I guess I, I don't know, I feel like the gaming industry is in the dark for the most part when it comes to like fashion and stuff, you know, because you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I, which is yeah, changing a lot changing. fast. You know, that's, that's so, yeah, place where I feel like Novo Accord can really like help people like grow and understand or expand people's you know horizons more to you know all sorts of stuff within our within our taste, honestly, mm -hmm. just, just making people like mm -hmm. hip to what we think is cool you know so yeah right right and i think that having major hubs like that is always good because like let's say um you were to have somebody on the team and they were um i don't know they they had a background in fashion and they also were competitive in i don't know maybe like street fighter or something like that and then you put them next to somebody who their main thing is overwatch but their specialty is also content creation right so they know how to um optimize making like youtube videos and you know they they spend a lot of time on analytics like i feel like having all of those different minds and thought yeah. processes in a room is going to be interesting man. really really be dope beautiful <laughs> like there's there's no other way to like put it i just love I love the concept of bringing people from different walks of life together, bro. I think it's, I honestly just think it's the most, that's like my whole purpose on earth, period. So, yeah. Well, I think we should uh, take a break for uh, the Shining Finger song, because that's one, I think that's one of my yeah. favorite ones on the airdrop, too. Yeah, we can go ahead and slide that in here. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll come back to wrap up with the final thoughts and everything here. So, on that groupie shit if you ever cross me you gonna end up on a crucifix shorty talk too much i swear nigga i had to mute the bitch got the magic i be ballin', boot your bitch yeah autopilot let it scoot the bitch in the tesla smoking gas i pollute this shit yeah i ain't new to this so all right so we're back after that fire track uh eddie Hey bro, um, I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, you want to leave us and our listeners with anything? Um, 
airdrop coming next month, man. Look out for that. Um, next month when? Yeah, don't what when? Oh no, nah, you know you know you can't know that until closer to that date. But next month, not on no Pierre shit, but it will come out <laughs> next month. For real, for real. So if they were looking uh, at it, where would they find the airdrop first? Where they need to go to Instagram uh, or what are we doing? You can find it anywhere. You got you got Apple Music anywhere right? you can stream, right? You you got you got games on your phone. <laughs> hey, Wait, is it on Google Play? It's on everything. Napster? Dude. It's on everything. Napster? It's on LimeWire. Go on LimeWire. Oh. Go on go on Pornhub, <laughs> X videos. It's on there. Right. Go find it. I did it. not have sexual relate on This is good old LimeWire days. Yeah, man. Um so yeah, you can find everything on there. Uh SoundCloud, blah blah blah. And now then, you gotta name them, bro. Uh, yeah, oh, no. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, um, Amazon, Google Play, Napster, Deezer. <laughs> Deezer. All right, all right, all right. Where could they follow you at, though? Oh, y'all could follow me on Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Everything is the same. It's Eddie, that's E D D Y. Not, not no I-E. <laughs> not no I. I've seen people spell my name E D D I. Bro, if you ever do that to somebody, anybody else with my name, bro, you deserve to like have your. This, I can't even say. Fuck your shit, King. That's how bad Fuck it is. Shit. You need you need to drink bleach. Mm. Honestly, you need to drink it all. Mm. Yeah, Don't spell now I gotta, his name. E-D-D-I. Now I gotta tick the uh, explicit content on there now. <laughs> it's it's terrible. And please don't please don't call nobody Edie. Nobody's name is Edie. <laughs> Bruh. Oh my that god. I mean, that's the that's the ice cream. That's the ice cream. Oh, Look. Bruh. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me it's pronounced E D, dude. Yeah, but it's spelled different though. It's like E D Y. <laughs> if somebody's name is E D D I E or E D D Y, do not call them E D, dude. Bruh. Please. That's why we need. That's why we need. You know, you bridging the gap because you know. Yeah, I'm bridging that gap between Eddie and E D. Yeah, <laughs> we doing. That's what we are. So Eddie, Eddie Bravo no. on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, but the Bravo part, see, that's where it gets a little tricky, you know what I'm talking about? All right, so, like, the Bravo, it's like a French, you know, suffix. You know, I used to study French for six years. Oh, um, you did? I swear to God, on my mama, je suis étudié le français pour six ans, mais j'ai oublié la plupart de la langue. All right, what movie did you get that from? Come on, dude. From uh, From Bravo, the series. But um, nah, uh, really though. So it's it's spelled like brave, and then we gonna like put all ox. of it in the. Uh, we gonna put it. We gonna put it in the oh, description, yeah. bro. No, do you worry about it, bro? So, so then why am I here? Why am I here to tell oh, you? Guys? Y'all shit. know where it's at. Hey, bro. I just wanna know. I just want you to tell people. Can you admit to this, bro? That I had to convince you to get on Instagram. Damn. I don't. I don't. I. I Honestly, don't recall. <laughs> oh wow, bro! All I right. swear on everything. All right, bro. This man started that. smoking and shit. Now he don't remember nothing. Oh, oh well, on oh, that note, geez. we're gonna go ahead <laughs> and wrap this <laughs> up. So <laughs> wrap up it, was, uh, <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on, Eddie. Hopefully, we'll have you on a future Appreciate episodes. It. Yes, sir. Hold down. And uh, hopefully, let me hopefully let me shoot the tour. You know. Oh yeah, you already know, man. Bro, I've been trying to. Hey man, hey y'all listen, bro. This this boy Avery be cap. I've been oh, trying no. to get buddy to 
Man, I ain't even gonna go there, man. Wrap up the show. Man. The dude, you tried to get the, D. Where, hold on, we gotta talk about this. Oh, Cut, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> D, you weren't you at my old apartment in DC, yeah. bro? You were there, right? Uh-huh. In that in that little man. ass fuck in that little ass fucking thing, he tried to get me to do a studio shoot. Ain't no way. Oh, it was very pequeño. That's Spanish for small. Anyway, bro, if you if you come back up See? here, bro, if you come back up here, bro, we know the ropes. We know. You gonna get me right. We gonna get you right, bro. And I'm doing See, a little. I can do a little video now, so you know. But anyways, that's. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, this is Ace. This is D. Got a D. Bravo. Mm. Bravo. Not Edie. Yeah, not Edie, dude. <laughs> and we out. Boy. <laughs> hey, G shit. <laughs> Fuck you, G.